Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they make you want to give up or soldier on bravely, from There's a Melody to Part 1 to No Song Left to Save Me, there's a lot of words there. We're It's All Been Done, the podcast. I'm talking to a man now, child. It's my co host, Evan. Part 1 Instinct. <laughs> instinct. What is instinct? Merriam Webster defines Merriam instinct as, as internal monologue. Without words, mm-hmm. which is what Saker has in his brain, because he can't think words. He's my co- Saker. <laughs> I no, I can't Saker. think pictures. I can can't. think words. Well, don't Wait. you like when you read? The words don't stay in your brain. Uh, when I read, the words don't stay in my brain. Say in your brain. Yeah. Uh, you don't have like a voice reading to you in your head. No, I don't have a voice. The words just appear like fully formed, like pictures. I don't know how they appear in your head. Yeah, I don't know. I my brain. I I'd have to read. Can you slap some diodes and geodes onto my brain so that I can figure it out? And, yeah, uh, yeah. What are, you, what are you looking for? Something for me something to read? Something for me to read. There's Here, whole... open up uh, that, uh, right below that first box you got. Just the, uh, oh. there, there are words on these boxes. Why not read them? Okay, concept. What did that do for me? I was looking at the word. Yeah, but read it in your head. Okay, what I, happened? What happened? I heard my voice go concept. Oh, see, that's 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 what I did too. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah, right. Maybe yeah. that's wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it at this point. But I don't think so. Do you think it should have been Heal Thyself Part One, Saker, and Heal Thyself Part Two, Evan? Wouldn't that have been great had he paid us a little tribute? <laughs> he is a time traveler, but remember, he can only go back. Was it like he could only go back before the breakup? Oh yeah, I think so. So this so is all he wouldn't, new. He wouldn't know that we had a podcast about him. Yeah, that's true. Because we. Well, he does now. Yeah, right. I, he, so could he, do, could... he could do. He could do Heal Thyself. Part three, Evan and Saker. Okay, that's what's going to happen next. <laughs> he, of course he knows because he signed my little microphone, of course. Yeah. And of course he'll sign my microphone again this year when we win the Columbus Podcasting <laughs> Awards Part 2. Please don't vote for us. Oh, vote I already... for Cider Boys or whatever the fucking other... Pre-Dead Boys, I told everybody to vote for them. Which guys? Pre-Dead Boys. Pre-Dead is Boys that... is good. Yeah, yeah. I told everybody... I gave everybody... I don't know if you ever check our Twitter, but I put up a list no, of no. here's who you should vote for. Oh, oh so, okay. Crypto the, the party line. Yeah, <laughs> basically. This here's, is the, the, here's the party ticket. The ticket, yeah. So, yeah, pre-dead boys in whatever the fuck it is. Uh, so, lifestyle, I think, which is very strange. So go to... And, and, oh, did you see that uh, Squanch Monsters was on there? Squanch Monsters is on there, is and it, I did recommend that oh, you vote good. for them. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we've... I've listened to half an episode of Squanch Monsters. Yeah. Once. I don't know that I've ever listened to an episode of uh, Squanch Monsters at all. Was it fun? No. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'm just kind it was of about in- as funny as we are. Oh, oh well. But imagine we were pretending to be like a vampire. I was a vampire. Hello, Seika. Can I pretend to be a Frankenstein? Uh, I think there's a s- Frankenstein. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to be a Frankenstein or are you going to be Frankenstein's monster? I'm going to be a Frankenstein. Okay, so just a, a doctor with some really out there ideas a about... Frankenstein. Like the big guy? Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's I- mobster. Okay. Oh! Hey, when you hear your Frankenstein... <laughs> There is a Grimelia's inside of Frankenstein's castle, I think. Yeah, I think so. It's like one of, <laughs> it's like one of those uh, those sort of, uh, not they're not called IPs, but the franchises that sort of gathered together for like safety. They've huddled the smaller franchises huddled oh, sure. together. So like a, a KF or a Baskin Robbins Dunkin' Donuts or like a KFC Long yes. John Silvers. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, for protection. Yeah. I'm at the Arthur Treachers. I'm at the Grimelia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the combination. Uh, boy, Arthur Treachers, a, uh, did we talk about this like two episodes ago? I don't think we've said the word Arthur Treachers <laughs> on this show. <laughs> a fast food restaurant with, I think, only four uh, locations left. It used to be a giant, and their headquarters is in Youngstown, Ohio, and that main Arthur Treachers is right on Mahoning Avenue. You'll leave it. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> 
just a, a fantastic little uh, fast food. Fa- you know where we're from? Uh, Northeastern Ohio. Arby's, founded in Boardman, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Was it you know, A&W Root Beer in the, somewhere in our area, too? We have an A&W. Yeah. I don't know if they were founded there. Maybe they were. Who fucking They just know? have a lot, of, uh, a lot of, of fast food history. Yeah, it's, a, it's like we had a bunch of Steel Town workers who needed to eat quick and get <laughs> back to the grind. That's fun. Get back to the Spark Factory. Uh, you love saying the words Spark, like they're catching them in buckets and selling them. <laughs> yeah, sell it's, them like, it's like those 1980s music videos where they always like close up on like a steel worker and he's got like smudges of oil on him. Yeah. There's like just chains hanging like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I know I'm this, in. Is, this is something we've talked about before. You like watching those uh sort of uh 80s steel hard steel movies. Yeah, hard steel. <laughs> Real steel. Like best of the best and uh, <laughs> I'm a steel worker by day, taekwondo star by night. That's your favorite genre, I think. Yeah, like the 80s martial art like what is your favorite? Is it really would it really be 80s martial arts? Oh no, probably fantasy movies oh, or something okay. like that. All right, that sucks. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it's pretty pretty fucking garbage. <laughs> Oh, fantasy movies. Um, well, every movie's a fantasy movie if you think about it. None of them. Documentaries. Are, none of them are real. Documentaries. Even are, documentaries have a uh, have a, a constructed. That's against aspect the, of it. the the uh, documentary. Yeah, documentaries but, pledge, <laughs> which they but you say can't at just, the beginning of every documentary. So they just. I guess if there was a documentary that was all one cut, never edited. <laughs> okay. Like <laughs> so, edits are lies. Just like cinema veritas. I guess edits verite. are lies. What edits are lies. Well, edits are change. You're changing something, right? Yeah. So uh-huh. you're you're taking you're you're selecting something from. Uh, so I guess it's not a lie per se, but it's not the truth. Sure. All right, I'll take that. What's that one? Is it uh, Andy Warhol? Maybe where it's just like eleven unedited hours of him sleeping or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. It was like that. Uh, Norwegian slow TV. Oh, what is that? That's like where they film a boat going down the shore, like a, a, a carrying something for sure. 28 hours sure, sure or just like a train trip from oslo to verminsk or something that's kind of fun yeah how do you have enough film or even like a memory card that can hold 28 hours worth of footage there has to be a cut no a secret little cut i mean they can't you can you can, can't you like put a camera and drop it to the cloud or something it's not like they're going they're, they're going in like populated areas they're not like driving into the fucking white north or anything yeah okay fair enough i suppose and that's my favorite video is my favorite video is like the Videos that you put on to entertain your dogs while you leave the house, or it's just <laughs> butterflies for hours. Well, they said that the that, that slow TV got like the like the highest level of watching. Ever. Really? Yeah, because people would just tune in and sort of like do their chores while they're. But the thing is, like, the I think it would work well in Scandinavia because they're such small countries. So sure. like, so like highest level of watching means six hundred people. Well, that too. <laughs> but also like they're familiar with all the areas that it's going to and stuff like that. Like if we saw like sure. a cross country train wire in the U S we'd be like, okay, they're in fucking Iowa. Now they're in Wyoming. Yeah. It's exactly the same. Yeah. Just more corn. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the Midwest, right? I'm talking about the 17 hours of nothing in between the yeah. coasts. All right. That's fair. <laughs> you know where we live. Yeah. I, you can go along the Southern coast. <laughs> is that a coast? The Southern coast, the Gulf coast, and then the uh, coast of Mexico. That's uh-huh. what I like to call it. Uh, and America's roller coast. That's a fun one, too. Um, Ebo. Great. I'm making good. <laughs> I'm making bad. I'm breaking bad. Ooh, I'm Walter White. Good, good saker, bad Evan. That's ooh. Oh, we got to tell our listeners what to do. All right, you you be the angel. I'll be the little devil. Okay. Uh, I could be a little devil, or I could be a little saint. I could be... I, I'm either 
Turn off this podcast right now. You I know mean, you don't want to listen to I'm any more doing, of this. I'm either doing Flip or Meredith Brooks's bitch. Is I this a special episode we're doing? It is a special episode. Okay. It's a very special. Are we going to release this on like the main feed, or are we going to? Yeah, release main it? feed. Okay. Is, should this be a Patreon episode? I don't fucking know. No, it's a main. We don't, we don't, can't do Patreon episodes. We are. You're the pod boss. At our limit, <laughs> pod boss. Um, yeah. No, we need to do snack time only, which we will never do anymore. <laughs> we have six months of this podcast to get through like 150 more snack time tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do them, but we never will. Um, last time... I'm excited we'll never get to fucking Vegetable Town. Oh, man. That, that would have been a fun one. I like the ones where... Asparagus the, is the mayor. <laughs> Rude Broccoli <laughs> is the alderman. <laughs> also, carrots are another alderman. <laughs> there are so many peas as the comptroller. <laughs> um, this is an episode where we discuss Stephen Page's album... Heal Thyself Part 1, Instinct. Or is it Discipline? I can't remember which one. It's Instinct. It's instinct. Because yeah. first you go off of Instinct, and then you have to discipline yourself. That's yeah. the order of things. You're not disciplined and then working off of Instinct. Um, boy, oh boy. It depends on how good your instincts are, I guess. I guess that's true. Oh, you're good. I can't argue that. What if they were the same album? What if his instinct <laughs> was his discipline? <laughs> that would be great. Oh, man. Has there ever been an artist that did that? Probably with like different collectible covers, just the same album. Yeah. Speaking of covers, just I just hate... change the name of their album. That's not a bad idea. It sounds uh, like a two D six thing. Oh man, we could release our next album right now. Just get George to mock up some new cover art and then be done with it. <laughs> just release our I don't know first album again. People haven't heard that one. It sucks. So I might as well just release it again. Um, I hate the cover of this album. I hate it. Do you know it? I don't remember it. It's Stephen Page's big hand in the oh, foreground, yeah. and through his fingers, you could see his little face. Well, you know I like me some, me some hands and forearms, right? You are a forearm guy. That's right. You're uh, men are men are either they're they're butt men, leg men, boob men, men forearm men. men. I think it goes along with your love of spark factories. <laughs> Damn right. Well, because you when you're when you're when you're grinding sparks, when you just got that angle grinder, just working a piece of like angle iron. Yeah. Uh, it's just the big sweaty forearms, yeah. and that's what I—that's what's my sexual awakening Those when I was veiny. a little kid, like yeah. a fucking Ted Nugent video or something. <laughs> and then he—he he drives a fucking pickup truck through the wall of the factory and yeah. blows everybody up with the power of his rock. You're still—you're uh, still deflects bullets and shit. Sexually attracted to said Ted Nugent? Is that correct? The Nugent? Ooh, ooh, no, it's kind of—it's kind of gross. It's like you know, like. It's like looking at like finding an ex an ex on Facebook. You're like, uh, oh, they aged well. Like no. they're still pretty good looking, but oh god, what a bad person. I hope they're a better person now. Yeah, I like to think that everyone is a better person than they used to be. An ex messaged me on Twitter the other night out of nowhere and said, and "said Go ahead. <laughs> what do you think they said? <laughs> what you doing for dinner? What you, what you gonna eat right she now? She invited me over for a place. No, no, she wasn't inviting you over. She just wanted to know what you're eating. Know. I said I'm having a little tiny scoop of mashed potatoes. <laughs> Maybe one man oh, Fuck that. Um, I said or, no. It was you weird. You gonna make me beg for it, Saker? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, that manicot. Uh, she. Uh, yeah, it was just weird because she was like, "Hey, do you have a picture of this thing that we went to together?" And I like. What the fuck? No, I didn't even respond. I immediately blocked her. <laughs> I was like, Did you? Yes. Oh. She was my most most shitty ex that oh, I've okay. ever had. So, but just wild out of nowhere. Like, why do you need a picture of this? Because it was the only picture with her father in the background, That's and true. her dad just died, and she was really hoping for like to put that up as his funeral because it was like the the one happy memory she had with him. Getting yeah. Ready for that. Arthur, Arthur Treacher's uh, oh. high school dance. She did say that trip we took to Arthur, Arthur Treacher's high school dance. <laughs> Do you have any pictures of the Arthur Treacher's prom? It was oh, under the man. sea, of course. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just weird. But then I looked at her Twitter, and she seems to have a very good life now, and I'm very happy for her. <laughs> Wait, you blocked her, then you... Oh, you muted her. No, you can block people, and then look at their tweets. They just can't see yours. Oh. Yeah. It's not like Phoebe, Facebook. Facebook oh, yeah, Phoebe Book. Phoebe Book, Phoebe Book. <laughs> yeah, no, it's different. It's not like Babies Are Us. Yes. Where you oh. block that baby. <laughs> you When you hammer nails over the doors of Babies Are Us, <laughs> you can't go in anymore. That's right. Um, not boards, if you hammer nails over the door. Babies Are Us. Yes, indeed. Um, so let's talk about this album. Uh, Stephen Page's release the same year as Fake Nudes. So this is, they're on track. They're together. Now, I believe when we discussed um, Grinning Streak and Page One, you liked Grinning Streak better. No, no, no. Sorry. No, I liked page... It was All in Good Time in Page One. Yeah. Yeah. I might have liked All in Good Time. I don't remember. I think you did like All in Good Time better. Uh, this one, I think you can kind of put them up head to head again. Um, I mean, I'll tell you, here's some spoilers. <laughs> here's some spoilers. I listened to, of course, part two, <laughs> what was supposed to be, uh, you know, three months down the road. I listened to that accidentally last week. Um, and do it on purpose. Boy, part two, I'm just going to put it out now is a fucking bop. That whole album mm-hmm. slaps from beginning to end. This one, I was a little more lukewarm on. I plops think. from beginning to end. Yes. What did I say? Slaps. Slaps. We don't say slaps. We say plops. We say plops. It certainly doesn't... uh, Slop. Slop. I don't remember our terminology. Just think about it. When you take a poop... Yeah, you plop. You plop. You want it to plop in there and not not come out. Slop is when something comes out of the bowl and touches your butt. You do not want that. Okay, okay, okay. I guess a diarrhea poop can slop in the bowl, too, and you don't want a diarrhea poop. You do not want a slop. Good call. You want a plop. Um, What did you think on the whole about this album, before we get into it a little more granularly? Uh, I see you driving around town with the band I love, and I'm like, that's okay. Okay, great. Because uh, Ed's still chewing like emotional rocks. Yeah. Like, still fucking chewing them. Sure is. I don't know if you, I don't know if you uh, listened to the first song of goddamn Canada Dry, but... I sure did. Back in the fucking stink <laughs> with we'll Ed. We'll talk about it next Jesus week, but Christ, holy fuck. But Steve has moved on. Absolutely. Well, there's, there's a couple songs on here that I thought could be subtweets like could be like yeah like creatively read to be about that yes but it's not like ed where he's just like i'm angry you left me but i'm also sad yeah. and i'm also mad but i'm happy yeah <laughs> like ed could be literally saying the words good ladies in his song yes steve you could interpret it like this is a girlfriend this is a wife this is a bandmate this is a friend um but yeah this is this is wild um and boy i can't wait to talk about canada dry what a wild song um, More like Grant, Grandma, Gramelia's. You know, what did you name it? Go ahead, Ev. What did you name that I song? I didn't. I, I got so tired of you, it. <laughs> you only do that when you're sending them to me remotely. Yes. Um, so, Heal Myself Part 1. Let's talk about this track by track. Canada. Oh, that's pretty good. Cry. Cry. That's exactly uh, my face. Canada. Mm-hmm. Cry. Why don't you Canada cry about it? I don't know if I've ever mentioned it, listeners, but Ev does rename every single song when he takes notes about them. I think I may have mentioned it before. Meryl Streep's. Meryl Streep's. Um, there's a melody part one, our little appetizer on this album, mm-hmm. our little, just to get a little taste in your mouth of what this album is going to be. Uh, I love this song. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. I liked it. It was like a nice stripped down opening. Like I liked like the sort of DIY feel and the melodium was really cool. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, I thought like Kevin Fox was really shining through on this one with his little, with his little tiny strings he does. Let me <laughs> diminish Kevin Fox as much as possible. I think he like... Stephen Page like snuck into the woods and like made a deal with some like witch to have a fox take human form and I'll call you Kevin. He named it after his yeah. favorite old band member. 
Yeah, that's probably <laughs> <did>. true. <laughs> oh, wow. Kevin the, Fox. The the lore grows. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, this I love how, and we'll get to it, but I love how the theme is interpolated, you know, all throughout later mm-hmm. songs on the album. It's just a delight. What And what what a relatable feeling. Yeah, I, I wrote down, I can, emp- I can definitely empathize, although since it's been two weeks, I don't remember what any words of the song. <laughs> I just wrote, I can definitely empathize. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a melody somewhere inside of me. I can feel it, but can't get it out of me. Right? Like, you have, I'm sure you have story ideas. He's talking about, he's talking about a poop. Oh, he calls all of his poops. Ninjas. He names them after his ex-wife, Melody. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, yeah, he's just, you know, I think for every artist, for every creative I think that's a relatable feeling is having something in your brain, trying to draw something. Boy, oh boy, I'll have a picture in my head. Mm-hmm. I'll try to draw it and it'll come out like, like a melody. If you know what I mean? <laughs> I feel like drawing is one of those things that like, it just takes time and practice. Like I feel like everybody can draw well, I think eventually. Part of it is instinct, but part of it is discipline. Yeah. You know what I mean? When, yeah. we, when it comes mm-hmm. to drawing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's melody part one, 10 out of 10. They're fully naked. We're going to do naked. I don't think we can because I don't remember most of these songs. Yeah. Yeah. Rip your shorts off. Yeah. Tear away all clothes. Um, The Work at Hand, track two. Uh, This is an interesting song. We have big dissonant alarms at the beginning of the song. Yeah. I wrote down, wee woo, wee woo. (laughs) Again, I remember none of these songs, but I wrote that down. It's like finding fucking diegetic. I was going to listen to it again, but I'm like, this would probably be more fun if I just like tried to remember what I was thinking or doing at any given time. But this is not the Know Something podcast. We don't even know things that we used to know. I also wrote down drum plums. Sure. I don't know what that one is in reference to, but drum plums indeed. I just love, because track two is like where you, in earnest, kick off the album. Track one is your album opener. Great. Mm -hmm. Track two is where you put your hit. And for track two to start with like, it's just such a fucking like mood to open this album. I like like the electronic distortion on it. Um, And you know, it's kind of like the 80s synth thing. Yes. It was a lot of fun. I feel like Steve is doing a lot more experimentation. Uh, Yeah. Well, 100%. And I, I, I think I bring this up later in the album. Um, but I feel like uh, every song that the Brand Naked Ladies are doing at this point sounds like it's meant to be a radio song. Steve is experimenting so, so much. He's just Did doing you say these... experimenting? Experimenting? Experimenting. Yeah. Experimenting. Steve is taking a little bit of wintergreen, a little bit of spearmint, a little bit of fresh mint. He's putting them all in his mouth at the same time just to see what pops. They're all mint. It just tastes the same. Well, they've got slightly different flavors. Mm. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, like, um, I don't know. I, I do love the lyrics of the song are great. And, of course, you remember them, and we could sing along with them together. Tell the police and tell the <laughs> friends we gotta do the work at hand. <laughs> right? Um, Is that it? That's correct. I just, I love how he, he, he makes all of his, he turns, it's a song about turning all of your tragedies into songs, right? Like something the work bad, at hand? I thought that it was, like, getting lost in your work. It's easy to miss in things that are actually important to you. Uh, so I took like the exact opposite read of that. Interesting. Um, I yeah, I didn't read that at all. And unfortunately, you don't have the lyrics in front of you. You don't have a smartphone. So I am right. <laughs> well, the first the first verse is I was paying attention, but maybe not at the right time. You're repeating verbatim the final ultimatum, and all I'm thinking is how to make it rhyme. So like mm-hmm. it's about like being lost in that moment. He's doing he's doing the work, but in doing the work, he's destroying. Because it's, it's relatable because it's what Ed says all the time. Oh, that's what I said. Like, he self-sabotages yes. in order to write. Sure. Yes. Yeah, I, th- I don't think we're saying opposite things. No. I think we're... You just said we're saying the opposite thing. Did I? <laughs> don't gaslight me on this podcast. I, I can't because you, I'm, I'm being recorded. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I do. And then later on when he kind of adds to the chorus, you know, I'm doing what I'm meant to do, destroying people's lives. Careful, Oral, screw you too. Like, fuck, man. Steve is just like, whew. It's, the, it's that perfect mix between specific and general that Steve nails. Steve is so good at hitting. And all the other boys are like, Kev is too specific. <laughs> Ed is way too general. Um, very 80s song. Those deep 80s echoey guitars. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is a this is a this is a wild a wild bridge on this one. Which song are we talking about? The work at hand, my friend. Okay. Okay. Do you want to start talking about here's what it takes? I mean, do you have any more notes about the work at hand? Uh, I do, but okay, I, go ahead. I'll move on to here's it. what it takes. Do it. Do okay, it. Okay. Uh, I don't like the bridge. <laughs> the end. I can't defend it. Here's what it takes. Horns, baby. Yeah, peppy oh. guitar, driving, galloping drums. Yeah, horns, horns, horns. The more there are horns all over this fucking album, and I don't understand why Barenaked Ladies is just sticking with drums, guitar, bass, synth, keyboard. Like it's just the same. Every song feels so samey on their albums. This one song sounds like a horn song. One song's got strings. One song, they're everywhere. Well, I feel like, yeah, Steve is freer to experiment because he's not, like, chained down to... I mean, he knows what he is, and he's like a, he's a soloist, right? He's not going to put out a billboard-chopping hit, and BNL is still trying to get that lick of that brass ring, that little lifesaver ring, that little lollipop hanging from the roof. That's uh, interesting, and I never considered it before. The roof pop. Um, I mean, they're still playing, like, sold-out arena shows. Yeah, Small but- arena shows, but they're still playing them, so, like, they still have to, like, be BNL, right? But do you think... Stephen Page understands his place. Do you, or do you, you don't think he's trying to make a... I think Steve knows his place. You don't think he's trying to make a chart topper? I think he's trying to do... He's trying to live his truth. If he weren't trying to make chart toppers, then he wouldn't make, like, music videos and shit. I think, like, White Noise had a big lyric video for it, and there was a big push behind it. And... Well, I mean, a lyric video is different than a music video, right? You just get that uh, one sweet... <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. Please help me. <laughs> the... The uh, music company, the, the video company that made uh, um, oh, like Gupta, Gupta Media, Gupta Media. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like White Noise, where he's out, like on the, uh, he's out in the middle of the protest, and they're holding up signs, and all the signs say, "I don't know, I don't know what's going on, please help me." <laughs> and like midway, like the police show up, and they're gonna start pepper spraying, but everyone just seems confused rather than actually like just like looking around. The police are here too, and they're all just like looking at each other. Like, and some guy just walks out, and he's like, "Hey, do you guys, do you guys know where my house is? <laughs> I haven't, I haven't been home in weeks. I don't even know where I live anymore." I, I feel like I'm stuck in a dream. I, I don't know if I've eaten or not. I, I, I had some. I had some paper. I had. Yeah. I had. Some <laughs> he starts all of his sentences by like vomiting up a hairball. <laughs> Wait, sorry. So this is Gupta Media's version of the White Noise. Yes. Video. Okay. Noise got video. it. Got it. Got it. Because <laughs> they don't know what the fucking song is about. Yeah. <laughs> and somebody was paid five dollars to make please, this video. Please, yes, yeah. please help me. Just take, me well, take me to the police station. Do you guys, you guys take fing- fingerprint people, right? <laughs> you might know my fingerprints on file. You might know what I'm doing. And so the mob, and, and everyone's following him. The mob, they just mob the police. Like, sure. please, please arrest me. Everyone arrest me. <laughs> take, take us all to the precinct. T- tell me the twist. So they take his fingerprints. Who is he? <laughs> this is the end of the video, I assume. Oh. Where like we pan out, we see the screen, and it says his name, which is... Uh, Sanjay Gupta. Oh, oh my Gupta Media. God. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. What a twist in that video. I love it. Um... Here's what it about Gupta Media. It's, it's <laughs> never a twist. Here's what it takes. I would like to see Gupta Media's video for this because it's about how drug use might alternatively make me feel nothing or something based on the the the, the tone at hand or I whatever. It was like a like a uh, yeah. You're sort of like alternating between depression and mania. I thought that was his sort of like Steve talking about his like 
you know, bipolar disorder yes. sort of thing. And, I mean, and obviously, su- and you know, suicide, suicide, and yeah. things like that. There's references to all of that in this song. But I mean, I think a lot of this, like, I, I don't know. It's it's a song with a shifting, strange chord. There's there's just there's very little to hold on to in this song because I think that there's there's other songs later that are even more uh, out there. I think. Um, but yeah, this one is this one is weird. Um, I didn't dig it. It sounded like a Queen song to me, especially when it goes no. Yeah, I could hear that. Th- this is another song where I hate the bridge. Hmm. I think that Ed may have been the bridge master. He's the well. The thing is, like, didn't it always like? Oh yeah, Steve asked me to write a bridge for this song. Maybe. Like we've had it a couple times where Steve was like, "Yeah, I don't remember the song, but I remember I I was asked to write the bridge." <laughs> Wait, Steve was asked to write the bridge? Or no, Ed was? Ed was. Oh no, I don't remember that. Were and those... I was really into Evil Dead that day, so I just wrote it about like the the Deadites. Sure. Okay. This was during his live streams that you watched every one of. Yeah. Or what, yeah. What yeah, interviews obviously. are you watching with Ed? You told me this. <laughs> I don't think that ever happened. That didn't happen, not to me at least. <laughs> you can't guess like me. <laughs> you gotta help me. I, I don't even know where I am anymore. Um. Let's go to. Uh... You, you gotta. You... I could see my house from here. Oh, I don't know. I saw. I thought that the here's what it takes. I, um, oh sure. It was interesting because it like it sort of touched on like I thought it could have also been read as like you're you're like a family with secrets and stuff and you're not you're not able to talk about everything. Yeah. Because of you have like I don't know either on the, I guess the, because of the embarrassment it might bring and it, it sort of touched on like it touched my lived experience because of like the Midwestern sensibilities where. You would rather swallow a pain, even a mildly uncomfortable truth, than say anything that may upset anyone at any given time. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I think specific- even if it's a, even if it's something that could be potentially dangerous to them. Yeah, uh, we I we just had a friend not to spill not to break HIPAA, but her parents. I mean, she's like thirty four years old, and her parents were just like. Hey, your family has a history of bipolar disease. We want to tell you because we're writing our wills and stuff. That's, we just we, like, that was my exact experience. Important shit. I went to the know. doctor's office um, and they were like checking me in. They're like, "Do you have a history? Do your family have a history of depression or anything?" I'm like, "Not that I know of." And yeah. my partner goes, "Uh, yeah, actually, you do." Really? And your partner was at your doctor's appointment? Yeah, we were just talking. I mean, just in the check-in stuff oh, okay. like that, where they were asking questions, things sure. like that. Um, you don't bring your partner to to be a. Uh, uh, advocate where was your child patient advocate this was years ago oh, okay got years it. ago and my mom had told my partner wow not me weird because she could get drunk and be freer with people who wasn't in the family right sure and so i got mad at my mom because you know oh sure yeah they're like oh your grandfather your grandfather's in the hospital he had a heart attack didn't have a heart attack he was getting like electroshock therapy oh, for my you know God. Wow. Pretty, pretty serious depression issues. Jesus Christ. So that's good. That would have been good to know, Mom. Yeah, for real. Oh, my God. But I don't God. blame her. That's just how the family is. And we I don't assume, say anything. I assume what you're talking about is the line, you know, what we once kept hidden from our parents, now we keep it hidden from our kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I saw that as, um, you know, maybe when you're when you're a kid, you're drinking or you're doing drugs or whatever, and you're keeping it hidden. And then once you grow up, if you're still doing them, like Stephen Page, mm-hmm. he keeps it hidden from, you well, know. I certainly don't keep my drinking hidden from my child. Yeah, but. that's true. You get disgusting in front of your child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's, oh, you so much. My favorite baby. I just sneak into his room and just give him slobbery kisses all night. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> no, I, uh, I thought it was like keeping his depression and his stuff hidden from his parents because, you know, a lot of times sure. when you're depressed, you want to try and, you know, yeah. pretend everything's normal. And this this is what I'm talking about and what we've lost from the Bernie Lady songs is like, we're looking at this song and seeing two different things and both are equally valid mm-hmm. reads and like, with the Bernie Lady song, it's like, Okay, there's another song about Ed having cheated on his partner. There's another song about Steve. Yeah, I get it. Ed's depressed that Steve isn't here anymore. <laughs> right. I miss Steve. I miss Steve. There's no, 
there it's all And then we get narrow streets and passcode, baby. Boop still, boop 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 narrow street or two, baby. Oh, some good songs. <laughs> You're singing oh. narrow streets the passcode. Um but still, there's no pretense to those. There's no like. Who cares? I don't. All, we need okay. pretense for to to fill a fucking hour of content. But if you're just listening to an album straight through, you don't need pretense. Um, I the next song. My house from here. I can see my house from here. This was a weird one. This is a really weird one. I, I liked what he was doing, but it was weird. It's totally incomprehensible. The song. Jesus comes to visit him, uh-huh. and then complains about being Jesus. And then he's like, "Hey, Stephen Page, do you want to be Jesus?" And Stephen Page is like, "Fuck, sure, I'll do it." So... And then it's just Stephen Page, and then Jesus complaining about how bad Stephen Page is. Yeah. So Jesus is just a fucking sad sack piece of shit. Yeah, Steve, I I do love the idea of Stephen treating himself like a messianic figure. Like that's very funny to me. And sort of like the anti-Christian method. Mess- and I mean, Stephen's Jewish, so you yeah. know he can. Yeah. He's, I guess he's punching up, right? Yeah, he's like king of the Jews. In fact, if we're talking about all the Jewish people, I'd say Stephen Page is the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, so, I mean, I don't know if you, how deep of a dive you went into this song, but this song is not how only about. How deep of a dive could you go? Well, this song is a love letter to the Beatles, apparently. Did you know that? Oh yeah, because uh, didn't, uh, what's his name? Krango Star say that they were bigger than Jeebus? They did at one point, but every, Lemon. like. John, John, Liz Lemon. Every, <laughs> said yep, Jack Donaghy said that they were bigger than Jesus. Uh, almost every line, every other line is a Beatles reference. So oh, I feel like almost every other line of a normal conversation is a Beatles reference because they had so many songs <laughs> and so many true. words. They used, uh, Fun fact, Beatles used every word in the English language at one point. <laughs> Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this one is is clearly, like, him being, uh, like, I don't know if it's, like, a reference to the Beatles being bigger than Jesus or just, like, how amazing, you know, they were, or just, like, how much they, how much they feel like home to him or mm-hmm. like a religion or how much they influenced his songwriting or, like, I didn't know offhand. It's still a fucking weird, weird, weird song. Yeah, I didn't get the Beatles reference, so I just, I just read it straight down the plate religion stuff. And I was, I thought it was cool. I don't know if Steve meant this, but like, you know, I guess the, the fundamental question is like, you know, in every religion, it's like you need to be worthy of heaven or whatever, you know, whatever or nirvana or whatever the fuck reward you get, mm-hmm. because that's sort of the religion's underpinning. But what, what does religion do to be worthy of us? Was the question that I thought Steve was asking. Ooh, like. You know, why should I believe anything? Sure. Just because you tell me I'm going to be punished if I don't? No, yeah. thanks. How dare you, God? Boy, I'm glad you're here because I hadn't even thought about that. I, I couldn't get fucking past all the Beatles shit. I was like trying to put that in somehow. But removing that, I do think the conversation about religion that he's having with himself is interesting. I yeah, like that. It's a deep it. song. Yeah. Or I guess, maybe not. Who knows? The title? I don't really understand. I could see my house from here. Yeah, it's when he's being crucified and Jesus. It's the famous, oh, Jesus, the, famous the famous Jesus line, right? Where he points like he points like over the eyes, like, "There's my house." And then Barabbas or whatever the other the thief that's being crucified next to him is like, "Oh yeah, cool dude." <laughs> he's like, "Really?" And Jesus is like, "Lol, just kidding." <laughs> I'll be back, says Jesus. Um, I guess I mean, so Jesus died for our sins according to the Christian theology, right? Yeah. But he didn't really die. Yeah, he came back for our sins. He came back. Yeah, so nothing bad really I mean, he happened. Got, he got tortured for a day or two for our sins, which sure. is, I guess is shitty. Horrible. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
But I mean, it's not that bad. But he, did he die knowing he would come back? I don't know anything about the Bible. He's, he died knowing he was the son of God, so he's either coming back or he's going to heaven, which is like the right. best place. Not bad. Like, would you suffer a day of torture if you could live in eternal bliss forever after that? Uh, I would not eat a marshmallow if I knew I was getting two later. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would live in a day of torture. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Jesus did what most of us would do if we were logical actors. Wow. So you're saying that Jesus ain't shit. That's well, your message here? I mean, Christian listeners. Per, per the Bible, right? <laughs> he didn't really do that much. I mean, he said some nice stuff, I suppose. Although, I mean, but like historically, like Jesus is just a collection of like preachers, right? It's a, it's, he's not just one person. Oh, and is there, he, there uh, was is... probably something like, there was probably a Jesus, like some, some like person who spoke and said the things, but actually a lot of the stuff Jesus said is really kind of weird and creepy. Okay, can you give me any examples? I don't uh, like if you're not for me, you're against me. Okay, sort of stuff like that. Well, um, I can. I mean, George W. Bush said it. We all like him. I mean, he's best a great clown, artist. Best clown painter I've ever uh, seen <laughs> doing those John Wayne Gacy paintings. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's God. I hope the fucking cleansing of George W. Bush's image is horrifying. one of the most disgusting things I've seen in the past five or ten years. I mean, it, it's, it's... I think it's just because you see Trump. Trump. Yeah. Exactly. I was about to say, it's very like, easy to just compare and contrast like, fuck, this is really bad. Remember when we had it good with just like an invasion of I a foreign protesting country? on Bush on the fucking streets. Really? Then, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was in college then, so I had a lot more free time to do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, this. I, I didn't see any you at any protests down at OU, even though we didn't. We didn't overlap, overlap, but I didn't go to any, so it's fine. I was not super civically minded in college, where I was voting for like fucking Nader and stuff. Were you really? Yeah, oh, damn. Jesus Christ! Hey, Look at you over here, Mr. Seatbelt. Oh, I love seatbelts. <laughs> I'm unsafe at any speed. <laughs> <laughs> This, this felt to me, because I didn't read it very carefully, like the BNL equivalent or Stephen Page equivalent of like an episode of Family Guy. Where it's just like, hey, Lois, <laughs> remember that time the Beatles sang Imagine? <laughs> and then he quotes a verse of it or whatever. Yeah, the whole, apparently, thank you, genius, uh, the ending of this song, like Stephen Page directly quotes from Two of Us by the Beatles and then moves directly into the guitar line from that song. Oh. So he basically plays, he covers a Beatles song at the end nice. of the song. Wild. Um. Are we I done with that, that one? I missed that. Remember in grade nine where they covered like the Charlie Brown? The Charlie Brown song? Yeah. <laughs> Me too. This is all Steven just like, what, from his youth, pulling things out that mm-hmm. influenced. Fucking, I missed this so much. Well, it is easier to talk about all these songs. Why? Because there's more to talk about. You're right. Yeah. I just. So for our purposes, these are great songs. We should have moved to the page cast after, uh, after, uh, nah, Laser nah, Men. Nah, nah, nah. We're doing both. I know. We're doing both. I guess. But we're not handling these with the. The special, the kid gloves they should be handled with. This is when you handle things with kid gloves. No, that looked like a, uh, for everyone, Saker was reaching down with a three-fingered, like, <laughs> chef's pinch. That's right. And then holding it up for me to see. That's right, yeah. And But every time he reached down and pulled something up, it was a squirming lizard. That's correct. He just Ooh, has, grabbing it by I its guess tail. he's just got a cup full of them. <laughs> oh, it's Keep biting it his little ting- tinglies. <laughs> his little paint. Um, man-child. Speaking of taints, mm, speak, man-child. Wait, speak slowly. Oh, speaks. <laughs> um, <laughs> Another upbeat opening. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. This song rules. It's such a fun song. And I mean, it's Steve Duncan on himself, yeah. right? Which is always fun. Yeah, I liked the turn from like toxic masculinity to like self-deprecating and nervous where, yeah. you know, that's sort of the the other side of the coin from toxic masculinity. Everyone is so masculine because they're nervous. Yeah. Right. I wondered if this is, you know, there's some time shift in this. Like we're looking at young mm-hmm. Steve and old Steve mm-hmm. where he's like, when you're young, you know, oh, men are, we, we want to pretend we're important and smart and good when it's very clear that we're not. 
And then as we get older, we're like, fuck, I can't believe what I did in my 20s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that sucked. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like men losing status, right? It's, it's, it's happening. It's been happening over the last 60, 70 years where men went from, you know, working outside and mm. being the breadwinners and whatnot to being more equal partners in society. Granted, we still control pretty much everything. Right. But less than we used to. Sure. And then, like, and needing to justify. It's the same thing that uh, the samurai went through in the late uh, 1900, or like 1800s. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it was like the, all the Tokugawa period where, you know, all the stuff we think about samurai weren't actually how samurai acted really like the warring states period no they were just fucking assholes they were warriors like you know thugs and they would you know fight and betray each other all the time but all that like honor and bushido stuff all came from like the tokugawa period where the samurai are no longer like warriors so they have to justify their privileged position in society by becoming more samurai interesting i'm willing to kill myself at a moment's notice and things like that so could this be steven's song about the tokugawa period God, I hope so. Do you think that they've turned from men to men children? Yeah. Well, the same. I mean, at the end, they do hand over the reins of the government to the people, more or less. Yeah. Um, It's like that Tom Cruise's movie, The Last Samurai. Yeah. He was on the bad side. He was. Yeah. Psycho Takamori, bad guys. I I saw that movie in theaters when it came out, and not a since. Um, Boy, this is just like... This is such a good, good song. I love the, the... there's so much little stuff to love about this song. Like, the delay on, like, yes, I was listening. Could you repeat the last part? Like, very fun. Like, we're getting back to funny shits. Like, the castanets, the hand claps. The bridge was weird with those hand claps. The bridge, I wrote again, the bridge with its doo-wop-esque scatting is not yeah, great. It slipped into, like, the sha na na Yup, it sucks. Um, but it's lots of, like, him flaunting his feminine side for pity points. It's just, like... Very cute. I, I just, I love this song. I, I think it's interesting. I think it's, uh, you know, good. I think this is one of the hits off the album. This should have mm-hmm. been earlier on it. Um, but boy, did some of it strike close to home when it, like, I love, I know you. You think I'm just a lazy jerk, but I miss you, babe, when you're away at work. <laughs> being a, a teacher and this being the summer right now, uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like my my partner will be down here doing her work from home job all day long and I'll be like, well, I did like a chore today. Maybe I'll relax on the couch and play Resident <laughs> Evil 8 for a while. It's just like, I feel like a piece of shit. I should be doing something. Well, you work so hard the rest of the year, uh, you know, from bud? N- 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. <laughs> Listen, I have a hard job. It's not hard um, But man, this is just, it's such a great song. But do you have anything else to say about Manchild? Mm-mm. No, just so good. Uh, if that's your way, this sounds. Th- this is the one I had. I think the least notes about. Me too. The I whole s- I album. Said, Slow jam, bad boyfriend, but with a hopeful ending. Yeah, possibly. Uh, Steve sort of maybe expecting an apology when none is required. Is that it was a little too oblique for my taste. I, I, I couldn't. This one might be a little too general and too smooth, too friendly. Like like Stephen Page with all the sandy bits, like all the pointy bits sanded off. Well, I mean, yeah, he's 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 uh he's spreading out. Yeah. This is a smooth jazz radio play. Yeah, yeah. This sounds like the Beatles song to me. I yeah. felt like mm-hmm. this one felt more like a, a sort of Beatles song. But actually, we're getting to this. This album has a saggy middle, I would say. Oh, uh, I don't know. Are you? Are next, we going to talk next about song Mama? Mama. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck. Ska beat. Uh, Horns. <laughs> making fun of idiots on the far right. I'm 100% in for this song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, Mama. I think I forgot because I was looking over my notes real quick and I saw I didn't have much for this one. But what I do have is all, oh, hot damn, this one, uh, plops. Uh, yeah, it's about right-wing brainwashing taking it a very silly direction, mm-hmm. which is very funny, very lovely. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Man, it's so good. What What do you think the mama part was all about when he was like, what your mama said was wrong? Sure. Uh, just to repeat for our listeners, of course, you don't like what your mama said because what your mama said is all wrong. You don't like what your mama said because what your mama said. Um, what Do you think that's about like, maybe this is a, a young, you know, he could go either way. He's checking the Stormfront message boards, but he's got good parents. And the parents are like, listen, you have internalized privilege. You have. Yeah. And he's like, fuck you. I've had it hard. We're middle class. We're not rich. <laughs> like, do you think that he's like rebelling against his yeah, left wing parents? Yes. I mean, you know, I can't really I can't really uh, speak to that. I just don't know. Because the most of the song is, you know, clearly from a right wing viewpoint. Well, liberals <laughs> are going to take our guns and then they'll take our children. And, you know, so I thought that it was more from a right-wing viewpoint, but obviously taken to a silly extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I love I love the reggae beat. <laughs> this one is so fun. Uh, this island flavor to this song just delighted me. Um, as a parent, this is a big fear song for me, and I think you are the one who put that in my head. Oh, your son getting radicalized? Yeah. <laughs> I never would ever think about it until you were like, you just got to watch those parental settings on your internet. Yes. I, do I want to put parental? That feels very you big brother. Very, well, it's not big. You're not invigilating him. You're just making sure he doesn't see any. I mean, you do it every day. You don't just like sit and put like hardcore horror on. You wouldn't watch it, let him watch Greasy Strangler now, would you? I mean, although I, my son informed me the other day when he got picked when I picked him up from his grandparents that his, they let him watch the entire movie Beetlejuice. Oh, is that too scary? He didn't think so. Okay. But I'm like, I don't know if that's appropriate for a four year old. Yeah, he liked it a lot. It's and about, about Beetlejuice a lot, death and dying, and and like it's got some. I, I I mean I've seen it. I saw it a couple years ago, and I mean it's a fun movie. It's a silly movie, but like yeah. it's definitely got some more adult things in it. Sure. Yeah. And they yeah. might have just flown over his head, but who the fuck knows? Yeah. Yeah. He talked about Beetlejuice a lot and worms eating people. He likes it now. He's a Beetle boy. He's a Beetle, Beetle boy. A big bad Beetle board. Mm. Um. Yeah, uh, let's go to the next song. Surprise, surprise. surprise. This is the worst song on the album. They had a video, me. didn't it? Oh, did it? I was just listening to the album because I have it uh, downloaded. I, I didn't, wrote down video. I didn't check YouTube. Underwear. Oh, you don't remember? <laughs> I told you I don't remember. Anything about it. <laughs> Very hey man, possible. this isn't my fault. This is your fault. Well, I, I was ready to talk about these <laughs> two weeks ago. I wonder why this one has a video because it sucks. It's a shitty song that sucks. I think Steve knows it. He's not fooling anyone with yeah, this I, shitty I do like song. The, I know what I knew what was wrong with me long before you did. I really liked that. Yeah, but it's also so well trodden. Like I'm a shitty boy. Like this is the shitty boyfriend yeah, song. Yeah, album. but we only got one so far. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you know, I just I had a friend uh, who's dead now, but he was just terrified that he was a sociopath. Ooh. He was like, I'm, I'm not a sociopath. Am I a sociopath? Like, a, he was like, just that was like a, a deep-seated fear of his. And I'm like, well, if you're so afraid of it, you're probably not a sociopath. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. A sociopath doesn't care if they're a sociopath. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, they might care. They just are not afraid of it. So you're saying he's not a shitty boyfriend because he's too scared of being a shitty boyfriend. Right. I think he's a shitty boyfriend because he's a shitty boyfriend. Yeah. I, don't, I, think I mean, because can... eventually I mean, you make choices. You make your choices. You're an adult, right? You may yeah. have underlying issues, but like past trauma and mental health issues don't excuse bad behavior. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I've made mistakes, know that I've made mistakes, and then try to correct them, but fall into them again somehow, right? Like, it's a... You've never done that? You've never made the same mistake no, twice never. knowing that you... Fuck off. <laughs> you Why would you make the same mistake twice? <laughs> 
Uh, because it's built into your uh, your mental programming or your DNA. And no, I know that, that that's I don't have I don't, I don't have any history of mental health issues <laughs> okay. in my family or uh, my own. Actually, wait, you, what? Your mom got really drunk with me. <laughs> yeah, she, my mom tweet tweeted <laughs> you. Told me that you're a family of sociopaths. Um, oh well, that's easier then. It's it, this one is difficult to grasp. It's slow paced. It, what what do you think is wrong with this guy? Like I there's there's smacks of imposter syndrome in mm-hmm. this song and like other things I don't know how to put my 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 finger on. Yeah, I think it's a grab bag of various. Uh, <laughs> it's just various mental illnesses. Yeah. It's fun. It's like you know you're in the you get the claw machine and every day you put a quarter in and you just go down and sometimes it grabs a mental illness sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> sometimes it grabs the stuffed lion that you had your eye on. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. The, the last minute of this song is like a fun jam, but that's about it. It's this song sucks. I hate it. And I hate you. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> Number nine, Hole in the Moonlight. Hole in the Moonlight. Piano's feeling right. <laughs> Did you write your own Hole in the Moonlight? Yeah. Do you ever take like a, sto- a, a title of another author's story and be like, I can write a better iRobot? <laughs> no. No? Okay. Um, yeah, this one is pretty. I, I would love to see a Kev Steve album. I think they're still friends. Yeah, I know no, Ty and Steve are still yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. I think th- I know that Kevin and Steve are still friends. Okay. I want to see them collab. Do you think the other brand I don't think ladies, Ed will let them. That's what I'm thinking. Are yeah. they scared because they're going to offend Ed? Well, yeah. Ed's terrifying. Yeah. He's huge. Yeah, he's a big guy yeah. with big muscles. I mean, I feel like Ted uh, Ed could easily kill Kev and Jim together. Tyler would put up a fight, though. Yeah, that's. I feel like Tyler's gonna be like crawling through the fucking ducts, like yeah, like a diehard. <laughs> Walkie-talkie in his hand. As Ed, as Ed hunts him through the building. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, he would kill. He would kill Kev immediately. Yes, he would. Well, punch... Kev would. Kev would just die. Of fright. <laughs> Kev just like as soon as as soon as Ed tears into Jim, Kev just goes <laughs> and like grabs his arm and then has one of those like very movie style like deaths. He says, I was just barely keeping myself together. And he floats off into a cloud of mist. <laughs> he was just, if he gets a little bit scared. He explodes into a cloud of butterflies. Um, but, uh, yeah. I was thinking he uh, he falls over and, like, blood comes out of his nose. And he dips one finger into it and writes the most beautiful, like, haiku <laughs> as he dies. I love that. Because um, this sounds like it could be a Kev song. Like, yeah. it sounds like Kev could have been, like, a huge addition. I would have loved Do that. you think Kev was secretly a part of the song? He's like, don't put... I don't. I don't want Ed to do that thing where he grabs my my arm, my forearm, and then twists it, <laughs> twists it back and forth. I don't want any more purple nurples. <laughs> um, Ed keeps shooting rubber bands at. <laughs> he bought a gun from the store at Cracker Barrel. <laughs> uh, is a hole in the moonlight just an eclipse? Um, or a starless night? Okay. Do you consider stars moons? <laughs> Well, the moonlight. I mean, if you have a starless night, then no, nothing. Just dark. Dork. Okay, but I feel like there's still moonlight. There's no. just no. Okay. <laughs> you never been in the pitch black? You never now, been in the inky void of space? The other night, the other day, I was taking a shower, and the power went out in my house, and my shower was completely pitch black, and it was so much fun. Yeah. I had a fun, I, a I, blind shower. Sure. Sh- Dark showers or something. I do that probably maybe once a week. That's a joy. It's fun. It's so much fun. It's fun. You yeah. just got to watch out for lurking grooves. Ooh, man. It is dark here. You're likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also like to eat in the shower. Do you ever do a dark dinner shower? Mm. Just bring a club sandwich in the never shower. Done a, I've never done a dark dinner shower, but I've done I've done them separately. I'll have to give that a try. Can you, for uh, bringing it home, 
do a dark dinner shower, mm-hmm. and then in two weeks, come back and report to me. Sure. Okay, thank you. Easy. Okay, I good. can do it. I can do it during family dinner night. I'll just. Uh, <laughs> you guys are over for our tucking into our spaghetti meal. Like, guys, I'm gonna go to the shower. Take that. a shower <laughs> real quick and eat a bunch of spaghetti in the shower. Um, very uh, interesting and understated horns between chorus and verse. Is this song about like how there's a beauty in giving up? I, I couldn't. I, I. It's a pretty. It's a song like a ballad, but it's also about like losing your dreams. Yeah, I have nothing written about the lyrics. Okay. I just wrote smooth trumpet and flugelhorn. Okay. Very Kev ending. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Oh, good. So you you noticed the Kev as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Of course good. I did. Yeah. It's hard not to notice Kev in songs like this. Yeah. I, I feel like this was a wry warning and stuff because it says like, you know, closing my eyes to see, I watched as it grew, hole in the moonlight where my dreams fell through. And that's what it'll do to you. Like a crypt keeper sort of like <laughs> turning towards the camera at the end. I don't know. I felt like, I don't, I don't know. Again, this is a fun one. Um, Linda Ronstadt in the 70s. This is the song I felt like was subtweeting Bernigan Ladies fans. Mm-hmm. Not the Bernigan Ladies themselves, but fans of the, the ladies, right? Did yeah. you get that at all? Yeah, I just like, just about sort of, I don't know, aging gracefully. Oh, is what I thought. Interesting. I mean, I or could, aging ungracefully. I could. That was my. Totally see that. Yeah, you, you don't love me anymore the way you did before mm-hmm. when you first laid eyes on me. See, I felt it was talking about like. I mean, he was he wasn't even masquerading it with like an actor. He was saying like, remember that musician you loved so much in the '70s that you don't really like anymore? Oh man, you really you were so into them back then, and now mm-hmm. you're saying they kind of suck. Like, I felt like this was directly <laughs> just like. You know, yeah, I get it. I'm not in the ladies anymore. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and he even says himself, like, I know I'll never be enough because you like Linda Rodstadt's older stuff from the 70s. But then he really does go off on, like, a dance. Like, she wore those roller skates. She disco danced. Like, he gets into these specifics that I fucking love. Um, yeah, I loved, like, the little harpsichord arpeggios. He was drunken in there. Yes. I was going to say, I love what I, the... the the counterpoint of the chill mandolin mm-hmm. or banjo to the like hyperdrive arpeggioed uh, uh, auto harp or whatever it is, um, yeah, great, great baseline, great drum line. Mm-hmm. The baseline reminded me in the pre-chorus a little bit of "I Live with It Every Day." Um, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be a reference or not. Um, yeah, I thought it was a clear renunciation of fans who want them back together. Fuck fans. Fuck the fans, fuck bro. Fuck the fans. I hate the fans. If you're a fan of anything, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. We don't like people who like this podcast. We don't like people who like anything. Yeah, that's correct. There's a melody. Two. Part two. Uh, 11 out of 10. Uh, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I love There's a Melody. I just fucking love it. Mm-hmm. I can't get enough of it. Oh, f- fuck. That plucking throughout the intro is so powerful. Yeah. The diegetic intro of trying and practicing. It's just like... Mm-hmm. like I, I really liked like the rough the rough strings, like the cello, violin, and viola, like the pizzicato. Yeah. And sort of like the, mu- the musical opening reminded me of like a soundtrack, maybe like, yeah. like Little Miss Sunshine or like Takenobu, something like that. Yeah, I could definitely hear that. Uh, we have a title drop in this song. We've had it in a couple ones, but we also have the, the hint to the sequel. Because he's an instinct and discipline, like taking your medicine, like, mm-hmm. wink, like, maybe I'll show up in the sequel. Maybe we'll have the Avengers by the end of this. Um, fucking the single note on the chorus, when it comes mm-hmm. out, it's all the same note when he's just like, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> like, that's so powerful for some reason to me. I just, I love this song. I'm obsessed with it. Okay. Isn't this like part of, isn't this part of his musical? 
Oh, is it? Yeah, I think his, his musical is like all these songs, isn't it? It's like based on this album. Oh, or I thought he wrote an entirely new musical. Well, he was, I remember seeing a bunch of like during the pandemic, there was a bunch of like videos of him with the cast and they right. were singing. And I, I think this was one of the songs they sang. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So is it like a, a, a autobiographical musical? I have no it... idea what the musical's about. I've just seen a couple, when I was looking for like other videos. Huh. Yeah. Here's Stephen Page in the cast of Here's What It Takes was singing No Song Left to Save Me. Oh. So fuck, bud. Maybe this is uh, about this album. Wow. Yeah. It's hard. It's It doesn't say. It just says an original score by Stephen Page. Um, it charts. Oh, this brand new musical charts the journey of fictional rock duo Walker and Rhodes from their start as children entertainers through their reign as pop stars of the 90s to their eventual decline and breakup. So maybe thinly veiled <laughs> talking about the Van Naked Ladies. Starts to choose cars. Nice guy and piece of shit. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, boy, oh boy. I really want to see that. I bet it's great. It hasn't ever been performed, has it? No. God, we got to go up to... Do you want to go up to Canada? We're not allowed. Oh, fuck. That's right. They Can finally you... figured out you shouldn't. St you should stop letting Americans God, in. Damn. Um, I'm very interested in in, uh, in watching that musical. I'm sure it's fun. Yeah, I, I do want to do a Canada trip when... Hell yeah. The, uh, when they let us back in. We'll go to Toronto. We'll go to Toronto. We'll go to Manitoba. Love that. We'll yeah. go up to Quebec. We'll take the train. We'll go see Niagara. Norsk to Minsk. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, this is just a great one. Uh, let's do the last song. Vancouver. <laughs> no, this song. is the place that I want to grow up and fulfill my dreams. This is the time that I want to sing I Vancouver. 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 Uh, no song left to save me. First note. Sugar mm -hmm. pie, honey bunch. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Did you catch that too? Nope. Okay. But the, I got it now. The very, yeah, it's, I was like, do, 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 uh, do, 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 Yeah, the, the, the bass and the, the bass. Yeah. Bass line and nice. Then the piano come in. This song sounds like a credits theme. Like it sounds like a credits song. Like the one that plays over when all the credits are scrolling up the screen. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a I just song. imagined like a, because I wrote piano in my notes, I was thinking like a, a banana. Where it's like a piano, but every key is a banana. They make those. <laughs> so you just. Yeah, they are. No, it's, I'm thinking like an actual like um, corded piano with like the strings and everything. So you have oh, to, I see. Each time you press, you can only press one key one what? time, and then someone else has to. A little, a little a little man has to be under there sliding more bananas sure. in there for you to press, <laughs> sure. discarding the bananas. Oh, that sounds good. A piano. That's very uh, interesting. A banana. I think we just hit on another million-dollar <laughs> idea. Gosh, someday some millionaire or billionaire is gonna mail us a check for like a thousand dollars and be like. Here you go, boys. Fuck. Here's your cut. But if I got $1,000 out of this podcast, I would be over the fucking We'll, we'll be dead by then. They'll mail it to our grandchildren. Oh, that's fine. The estate of, yeah. of Saker. That's fine. Yeah. The, sa um, the Saker Feline Leukemia Fund. Oh, I'm a fan of that one. Yeah. Okay. That's who they'll mail. Yeah. What's your, what's your fund going to be? Oh, I'll save that for commercial. Okay. Do we do commercials? Yes, we do commercials. This is getting to be a long up. That's all right. Maybe I'll save my game for a different episode. Chill. Um... This had a sad title, so I was expecting the worst out of our Stevie P, but it's a song about taking your medicine or else you're going to get mired in the mm -hmm. past. Like, there's going to be no song left to save you unless you work on a new song. Like, you got to keep working, keep moving ahead. It's the logical follow-up to Linda Rodstadt in the 70s. In fact, I'm surprised they didn't switch this and There's a Melody 2 on the album, so we closed and opened. We bookended with There's a Melody. Mm. I don't know. But, uh, man, fucking this is so... the. This is one where I love the bridge. We're using the light motif to the musical. Mm -hmm. And man, it's just so, it's a lovely way to end. Yeah. I mean, when 
Ed did the two songs that were the same song on the previous album, we hated it. Mm-hmm. But here, Steve does two songs that are literally the same song, but he calls it out. Yes. And so I was just, I'm not saying that we are wrong to have hated when Ed did it, or, right. and, but I think that, that, that Steve did it in a way, well, it just goes to, goes to show when you do it and it's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not about obfuscation and uh, right. and being obvious with it. It's about, is this a good thing that they've done or not? Yeah. yeah, I get the impression that Ed put the songs on the album and it was like, oh shit, they do sound the same. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. Whereas Steve is like, I'm gonna make an album with a you know a, a threads running through it. Because he even threads it into other songs mm-hmm. too, right? Like he knows this is gonna be his. It's like he's writing a musical here, mm-hmm. which is you know it, that seems to be a natural progression for him. This song or this album versus. Silverball. Uh, this album. Remember, Silverball is like our second worst album. Yeah, I know. I think we both agreed. It was it was towards the bottom. And I I don't like Silverball. I like parts of Silverball a lot. Um, I like parts of this album. I don't like... I think on the whole, this album is might be Stephen Page's worst. Uh, page one, I thought was amazing. And I know already that I love uh, uh, Heal Thyself 2. Mm-hmm. So this one, because we've got stuff like... If that's your way and surprise, surprise and hole in the moonlight where I was just like, okay, like this is fine, Mm -hmm. I guess. But like, there's obviously some standout songs on here, some Mm -hmm. shit that rules. Um, But for the most part, I felt like this one was middling, which is better than Silverball. Yeah. So this is Stephen Page's sophomore slump, which is okay. Because even a sophomore slump is fucking light years better than anything BNL is doing at the moment. I don't know. Narrow Streets was great. If... And we'll be right back <laughs> with more It's All Been Done, a Barenaked Ladies podcast. Hey, F. Oh, no. <laughs> What's wrong, bud? We need to make up some new insults. Okay, like what? I don't know, because like... Do you feel like the I ones... Think we, I think like a lot of insults nowadays we can't use. Not that I'm complaining. I'm not complaining about it because, sure. you know, they're ableist or, you know, they make light of things that should that people aren't sure. have control over. Gendered or... Gender, yeah. yeah. So, so like I feel like our, our insults... And I mean... I've had people come at me for using insults that are, you know, not, I don't think are ableist, but, you know, have roots and things like that. But the point of insults is to be insulting, right? You're not, if if you don't offend someone when you're insulting them, you kind of, you kind of miss the point, mm-hmm. right? But you obviously don't want to, you don't want to use anything that is an insult that is outside of the control of the person. Fool, sure. Fool is my favorite go-to oh, coward insult. coward is mine. Yeah. Coward, yeah. Because, I mean, that's something that's internal to you. Yes. But, a fool isn't necessarily someone who is not smart. It's yes. just someone who acts Foolish. badly. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I could see that. So it has to be, it can't be like you knave because nobody knows what a fucking knave you pull is. true. Right? They have to under, it has to be understood by yeah, them like, as uh, well. I was just thinking in Adventure Time, I was just watching the other day with my son and they use the word, they use the insult tranch a lot. That's you good. tranch. Yeah. And I was thinking like, it sounds terrible. Oh, it sounds like a slur. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like a slur, <laughs> but it means nothing. Yeah. Right? So like, look, so I was thinking along those lines, let's get some insults out there that have no meaning right now. Sure. But like. Should they sound like slurs? <laughs> like a, like a, you're a real frank. No, that no, one's that's not. someone's name. Frank? Frank? E. Frank. 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 It sounds exactly the same to me. Okay, Frank. 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 Yeah. This is the least comprehensible I've ever been. Frank. 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 Uh, all right. How about um, you quimp? Oh, you sluck. That's quimps and slugs. All you quimps and slugs out there. Hair. Um, hey, we're slucking over here. <laughs> I think you just need to change a couple 
It's like, you know, because all those sci-fi shows have them, like, Frack and Frack and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think think that's the easy way out, but... Yeah. Yeah, Plurf. Plurf. They say, uh, what do they say in uh, Mission to Zix? Oh, Juck. Plurf plurf Gobbler. Plurf Gobbler. Oh, Plurf Gobbler is good. Because you know what it is, the gobble. Yeah. Nobody wants the gobble. Plurf plurf Glurper. Yeah. Uh, A Snick Sniffer. (laughs) You freaking Skleeve. (laughs) You sh... You sh... I can't can't even... I was about to say shit, and I just twice... (laughs) Um, Why don't you go shunk some dudes? Oh, that. Oh, so can we, we're doing verbs. We can well? do anything. Oh, I mean, because yeah. a lot the best insults can be used as any any mode yeah. of speech, right? Oh yeah, you missed clacker. <laughs> <laughs> missed uh, is a thing. Whoa, that yeah, confuses them. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> do I not want to clack missed? Um, okay, yeah, I like all of these. Yeah, I think we're doing. I think we're working well here. You know who else has some great insults on their podcast? Well, <laughs> who's that? You know Sick which or... podcast I'd love to insult? That would be Got It Memorized. That's right, Got It Memorized has finished recapping Kingdom Hearts and has become a Final Fantasy X podcast. Also, they're big plot monsters. Oh, no, God. <laughs> plopping is good. Yeah, schlucks. Schlucks. Two schlucks and a schlucks. Um, Their latest episode was about Unchained Chi and Union Cross. That's right, part 10 of Unchained Chi and Union Cross. <laughs> Unchained Chi, that's an insult. Unchained Chi, you Unchained Chi. Union Cross. You're a big Union Cross. Um, I Actually, I think that's Kingdom Hearts shit. Did they go back to Kingdom Hearts? I don't know. Maybe this yeah. is woefully outdated at this point. Well, one of the days, once we... Uh... Once we get kicked off the network, we'll know they listen to an episode of ours. Yeah, that'll be nice. But I don't think they do anymore. Um, boy, we're going to get kicked off the network six months from now. That's so little time. They do not kick off old shows. No, they don't. You're right. We'll stay on forever until they hear us talking about plebe snopplers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> then we're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> well, bye. Bye. And we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. All right, Ev, I have a little fun game for us. Didn't we already do this? This ain't a draft, buddy. This ain't no draft. This ain't no disco. Um, so what I have here, Ev, printed out. I've given you a copy. Mm-hmm. This is every Bare Naked Ladies album, the track list for every Bare Naked Ladies album. Yes. So what we're going to do, and we can both, it's not a draft because we can both pick the same songs. What we're going to do is we're going to make our Bare Naked Ladies dream album and have David Wheeler make these. But here's the, here's the catch in this. Mm-hmm. You have to pick a track one for your dream album. That's a track one from some Bare Naked Ladies album. A track two that's a track oh, two, easy. right? So we're going to make our dream Bare Naked Ladies album out of the structure that they already made. So the funny thing about this means that our track 16 is going to be Why Say Anything Nice. <laughs> we have no choice. Track 16 is already Why Say Anything Nice because it's the furthest they've ever gone on an album. So I'm circling it on mine already. So let's go back and forth here. What do you think for track one? What is the best track one that Bare Naked Ladies have ever done? Too little, too late. That's a strong... Man, but here's the thing. Too little, too late rules. And it was between too little, too late and limits, limits for me. Right? Right. Like limits But I is think like, too little, too late is better. It is a better song. Mm-hmm. But is it a better opener? Is it the opener that I want on my BNL album? Man, that's rough. I could be good, and I would. Or once in a while. Oh God, they're such both such good I'm, songs. I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'm gonna go with uh, "You Run Away." 
No, that's <laughs> one. I'm, I'm, gonna, go with, I'm gonna go with celebrity. <laughs> celebrity was in there. It's in the running for me. What's interesting is that none of us picked one week. So on our Benny Ladies album, I mean, I think One Week is a good song, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's the best song Benny Ladies have ever done. No. I don't think it's their strongest opener, certainly. And I mean, everyone who is a Bare Naked Ladies fan has heard One Week, and these are albums for fans, right? I don't know. What is, so what's the point of this album? This I don't is know. The you only made the Bare goddamn Naked, game. This is the only Bare Naked Ladies album you can ever listen to for the rest of your natural life. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm fine never hearing One Week again. <laughs> okay, me too, I think. All right. <laughs> Uh, fuck, well, then I'm switching to Too Little Too Late as well, actually. I'm thinking, right. about, I'm thinking about listening to Limits or Too Little Too Late for the rest of my life. All right, track two. Uh, a lot of strong contenders here. Straw yeah. Hat, It's All Been Done, Bank Yid. Job. I S- think summertime. Summertime. Mm. For m- fuck. Fuck. I'm going to have to go. Oh, maybe Katie. I'm going to have to go Enid for myself. I knew you were going to go. I'm going to go. Oof, oof. It's got to be either Straw Hat or It's All Been Done. I mean, it's all been done. Feels like it has to. This is the hardest pick. This is the one we should have saved for last because these are all the best songs on the albums. Mm-hmm. Summertime, though, is good too. Yeah. Do we think we're ever going to pick one from the PPE? Yeah. Really? We almost picked Summertime. I mean, almost. Picked but I think limits. that's the best PPE song that exists. Is Summertime? Oh, no, I would pick. I think we're running out of because now yeah, we're I'm gonna, gonna have to go. It's all done. In done. Okay. Oh, straw. Oh, yeah, it's all been done. Okay. All right. All right. Nope. I'm back to it's all, straw hat. Straw, straw hat. Straw hat. Straw hat. <laughs> so you go from it could be good, and now which? <laughs> yeah, perfect. That's, yeah, that's a lot of energy right on the beginning of an album. Um. Okay. Track three. Now we're starting to get into shit that doesn't matter to me anymore. Oh, Pinch Me. 100%. Oh, Pinch Me is on that list. Okay, yeah. Pinch Me is on that list. It's either Pinch Me or... Another postcard is a fun one. Mm-hmm. But I... Man. It's either Pinch Me, These Apples, or... Grade 9. I know. I know? I know. You don't like Why? I, know. I I know, but I like to troll people, uh, too. I'm going under... I'm going to go for these apples. Oh, you should go for uh, Off His Head. I was thinking <laughs> we are never going to Off His Head. All right, track four. Brian Fuck. Wilson. Brian yeah, Brian Wilson. Wilson is great, um, but I'll Be That Girl is also good. You can always get it right next time. But we also... Gonna f- walk. Won't quit. quit. But you're skipping on... You're missing out on duct tape heart if you don't take duct tape heart. Yeah, I'm Brian Wilson. I'm Brian Wilson as well. (laughs) It's impossible not to. So, so far, my list is one maroon, one maybe you should drive, and two Gordons, which is, I think, indicative of where these albums are. Okay. Next, track five. Um, We have our worst song on Stunt. I haven't picked a Stunt song yet. Yeah, Leave is not that great. No. it's either between it's uh, either be my Yoko owner or odds are, I think. Wow, you think you're gonna hit odds are? I liked up. odds are. Man, I liked odds are too, but comparing it to like oh, or say what you are. Uh, comparing it to falling for the first time for me, I did not like falling for the first time. That much. Uh, I'm gonna go with fuck, dude. I'm gonna go with odds are. So am I. Wow. I, I convinced I, you. Our albums are remarkably similar right now. Well, it's like we have been running a podcast forever. <laughs> yeah, but we differ. We are we differ on a lot of those songs. <laughs> is this game fun? I don't know. Is this interesting? To, is this good podcasting? Alcohol. <laughs> okay, we're just moving along. <laughs> All right, wait. What do we What do we have here? I, oh, uh, can, oh, fuck. Conventioneers. I live with it every day. Conventioneers and alcohol. And bull in a china shop. And beautiful. <laughs> You didn't like Beautiful. It's my least favorite like Pretty Good Lady song of all time. Yeah, it's Passcode. 
<laughs> passcode. <laughs> I'm gonna go with I live with it. Okay. I live with it. I need some. You know what? I need some pirate ship representation in here. Um. Uh, okay. Uh, next song. What is this track? Uh. Seven. Mm. What a good boy. Alternative girlfriend. Old apartment. Call and answer. Jesus, they stack go with track uh, seven. Hold my hand. I wanna oh, hold fuck. my hand. <laughs> yeah, nice, I got a hootie song on. Do you there. remember That's what, what I'm that doing. song sounds like? I'm gonna love you the Are best. You that. Yeah, yeah. I wanna do the. I want a no, little, little hootie. It's not a little a hootie, hootie on there. Song. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> um. Oh, early in their career, track seven was the hits. Later in their career, you have "Hold My Hand," which neither of us can remember. I'm hold my. I just told I have, you that's the one I'm going with. The I have Hootie learned. and the Blowfish version of "Hold My Hand." Great. They did a cover of the Bare Naked Ladies song. You Got are it. you're negging me in this game. I appreciate it. Great. Um, I'm gonna go with "Everything Had Changed." That's uh, one of my faves. I love that song. Wait, is that right? That, yeah, that's track seven. Okay. Oh no. What's that? Track eight is my is my Sophie's choice because it's got King of Bedside Manor, upside the... upside down and narrow streets. Oh, and in the car. I hate <laughs> it in the car. Uh, I'm doing upside down for track eight. Oh no, upside. It, it's either upside down or narrow streets. God, I love them narrow both. Narrow streets. Well, I've got the Hootie and the Blowfish song from that, and I don't have anything from David. If you're listening to this, do not put the Hootie and the Blowfish put on my the hand. Hootie and the Blowfish sound. <laughs> I'm a bit, I'm gonna go upside down. Okay. That's the correct choice, objectively, I, know. I, know. I think. Track nine, Little Tiny Song is Possible. Should I, should I be listing them all so viewers can make their own choices? It's too late for that. I mean, you can you can put the a link to the, to the Google, Google Doc, Doc that yes. I made. Sure, absolutely. Um, so if you're driving right now, bring up that Google Doc. <laughs> Take a look <laughs> at it in your big rig. Um, this one is not too Yeah, I think difficult. I'm going to go with Life in a Nutshell. It is. Wow, over Jerome, huh? Oh, nope. Wait, no, 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 no. We're on track nine. Oh. Life in a Nutshell's track 10. Okay. Then definitely Jerome. Okay. Um, Boy, oh boy. I do love seeing Maybe You're Right and Maybe Not next to each other for the first time in a long time. Um, I'm going to go box set here, which I'm sure that you hate, but I think is a worthy contender. Um, So, track 10. I love you. Uh, life in a nutshell's strong. I don't know. What do you think here? Life in a nutshell. I Re- mean, against what? Uh, Spider in my room. Who is that gonna sleep? That's fine, but yeah. life in a nutshell's better. Aluminum boy. Day- daydreaming. Oh my, this is a nightmare. You're right. Life in a nutshell is such a strong song, and all the other songs at track 10 are horrible. Uh, track 11. Track 11 is... This oh, is God. where they get introspective, it seems like, on these albums. You've got Vanishing, Same Thing, Wrong Man Was Convicted. Um, I'm either going to go Vanishing or Smile, and it's going to be Vanishing. I'm doing Smile. Smile, won't you, won't you... Sm- wow, that's two Grinning Streak songs for me. A, a thing and that then, I didn't think I well, loved. Well, we'll just... What's this, 10? 12. Or 12, so it's just Some Fantastic. Let's just move on. Uh, yup. Boy, what did we eliminate for Some Fantastic? Nothing. Oh, Tonight's Night I Fell Asleep at the Wheel is good. Yeah. Crawl. I like Crawl. Oh, Silver Ball. Silver Ball. Track 30. So now we're getting where every album had at least 12 tracks on it. But now we've eliminated Maybe You Should Drive and Grinning Streak. Hidden Sun. Hmm. So you picked Hidden Sun over... What else do we have here? The Flag. Wind. And The Drink. <laughs> when You Dream. Yeah, I picked it over those. Wind easily. it up. 
Yeah, boy, oh boy. Fucking, it has to be Hidden Sun. But Hidden Sun with shit after it is really sad to think about. <laughs> We're going from... But we only have five, so one, two, three, four, five songs that we could choose for track 14. Yeah, Northern had, Lights, Another Spin, Have You Seen My Love, Shoebox. And If I Had a Million Dollars. Shoebox. Oh, man. I mean, I like If You Had a Million Dollars, but if I have to listen to... I mean... If I queue up a million dollars and there is a different like riff track in between it every single time, then yeah, a million dollars. <laughs> but it's just gonna be the same song. Um, I'm gonna choose another spin. I love another spin. I think it's a quality song. Track 15, "Crazy" or "What a Letdown." <laughs> mm. These are songs you have to listen to for the rest of your life. I'm gonna go with "What a Letdown." I am too. And you know what, David? Instead of why say anything nice for my final track, I'm going with that. Yeah, actually, I, I don't know if you noticed, but I wrote it there. I, I penciled it in myself. Oh, uh, you can't, Ev. You think they're all one track? No. Oh wait, I think they're, they're all one, one track. track. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So you've joined the dark side. I've welcome, dark welcome. Side. <laughs> I've only joined the dark side because I don't want to hear fucking why say anything nice for the rest yeah, of my you can life. Say nothing at all. all right. So when you're when we're when we're doing them out, I took four songs from Gordon, two from Maybe You Should Drive, one from Bopes, one from Stunt. One, two from Maroon, uh, one from Everything to Everyone, one from Me, two from Men, nothing from All in Good Time, two from Grinning Streak, and nothing from Silverball. I took at least one from every album. Did you really? Wait, yeah. what did you take from uh, from Silverball? Uh, hold my hand from Hootie and the Blowfish version. <laughs> and what did you take from All in Good Time? Which one's All in Good Time? What's that first song on? All you Run Away. I took Jerome. Oh, that's right. When I I tr I take umbrage with your hootie and the blowfish so let's, choice. Let's let out. Let's let our. Uh, okay, let's let our listeners decide. Decide. Well, so you list yours. Okay. Uh, so my album is track one, too little, too late. Track two, Enid. Track three, these apples. Track four, Brian Wilson. Track five, odds are. Track six, I live with it every day. Track seven, everything had changed. Track eight, upside down. Track nine, box set. Track 10, Life in a Nutshell. 11, Smile. 12, Some Fantastic. 13, Hidden Sun. 14, Another Spin. 15, What a Letdown. 16, Dat Fodder. Mine is very Kevin Heavy. Uh, <laughs> I heavy. just noticed. So uh, mine, track one, Too Little Too Late. Track two, Straw Hat and Old Dirty Hank. <laughs> track three, Pinch Me. Track four, Brian Wilson. Track five, Odds Are. Track Six, Alcohol. Track seven, Hold My Hand. Track eight, Upside Down. Track nine, Jerome. Track ten, Life in a Nutshell. Track eleven, Vanishing. Track twelve, Some Fantastic. Track thirteen, Hidden Sun. Track fourteen, Shoebox. Track fifteen, What a Letdown. Track sixteen, Dat Fodder. Here's the thing. Out of 16 tracks, nine of ours are the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we host a podcast it's, together and, and... Have the same opinions about things. <laughs> sure. Okay. Fair enough. Well, okay. So, listeners, uh, I want you to tweet at us with the hashtag release the Saker cut or hashtag release the oven cut. Those are the two hashtags you can use here. Um, Ebo. Get out of my office. We done did another Ebo. Uh, we're going to be back next week with our first track from... Fake Nudes, our second to last album. Fake Nudes. That's exciting. I'm excited about hearing it. Unless they quickly release another album. 
Oh God! Can you imagine Detour to Force? They turn around and release a Bare Naked Ladies R Detour to Force, yeah. where it's just like all the B sides <laughs> on ramp to weakness. Oh, oh my God, that would suck. Or oh. it's just like a you know our me our our men scenario. Again. That's what I'm saying. All the B sides. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that was my reference. Yeah, we've been doing a Bare Naked Ladies podcast together for a long time. All right, bye. I'm Saker. I'm Evan, and we'll see you again in one, one week. week.